everyone to Films of the Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Ciao. And Mama Kay. Ciao, Bella. What are we doing doing tonight? Does this have, are we doing an Italian movie? No, I've been studying my duo, I've been studying my duo lingo. Oh, bene, bene. I'm on my nine day, my nine day streak, so I gotta keep it going. (laughs) And tonight we have a host pick that we're doing. Uh, For those who haven't heard host picks, and we didn't do one last month, uh, we usually do them once every month, one of the hosts has the other hosts watch something that's around movie length that could be a movie or could be documentary shorts episodes of tv whatever they want that's around movie length or shorter that's on streaming it's available to pick so it's just to switch up the usual new movies that are coming out uh but nicole decided to pick a new movie coming out so uh what did you have us watch nicole yeah i did um i picked the new netflix film Hustle, not the mm. hustle, not hustlers. Yeah. Hustle. hustle. Um, with I almost Adam. watched the wrong movie a couple times. So yeah. Oh, I'm glad that you did not. I've seen both the others, <laughs> and uh, yep. I am also glad that. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, um, okay. Starring Adam Sandler and a bunch of other crazy guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. So why, why did you why did why did you pick this one? I yeah, I need to know. I mean, I need to know really why. Okay, well, well it's obvious why she picked this one. If you don't know us. me, if you don't know me personally or haven't interacted with me in the past decade or so, um, you would not know this. But I am a seriously huge diehard six seventy sixers fan, Philadelphia seventy sixers. Um, I'd say probably for about fifteen years now, I've been. Um, really a big fan of them. I grew up near Philadelphia, so um, to see a movie come out with some of the current stars in it, yeah. uh, plus some older guys, that was pretty cool. Um, and since we enjoyed Uncut Gems so much that to see another Adam Sandler produced serious film, I thought it would be a good thing for us to chat about. I was really thinking that you were just throwing Adam Sandler in Brennan's face because we have not. Oh. I think, <laughs> Uncut, Uncut Jams was the last one we did. No, uh, we did one post that, so. and it was the last one. It was. I wonder how lead. I would have. Yeah, I wonder how I would have felt about oh, this if it didn't home. have the Sixers as the leading thing here. Um, yeah. I probably wouldn't have had the same um, drive to watch it. Right. Yeah, and I was—I yeah. I had only heard a little bit about this because again, I don't really focus on the Adam Sandler movies of the world. Um, but this one, this one, uh, as Nicole said, is more looked more serious, not his usual stuff. Although it is a Happy Madison production, so I saw that right. old dude swinging the golf club, hitting the thing on the beginning, letting me know that this movie is going to be awful. But uh, I saw it before a movie that's not one of his usual comedies, so I'm like, oh, perhaps, perhaps after. You know, 30 years of farces, he's finally going in a more serious short direction and taking his his, his work seriously, so maybe maybe this is a good sign. But I wasn't sure. I was still skeptical. Do you know anything, Mom? Okay? Yeah. Uh, just that I honestly was going to... Uh, my first text to you was uh, with J-Lo, that one? And then it was like, <laughs> wait, no, are we talking about Paul Newman? And then I finally just looked it up before I texted you. And then my text to you was, oh, the one with Adam Sandler. And then you were like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, 
So really couldn't have picked anything uh, more. Um, no, the one with Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> That's the worst one. Another another hustle to put on the list. I think I saw that. I'm not sure. Oh no, I, I I I I think we saw it in a hotel room. I think it was a, or I, I did anyway. The Who are you in a hotel with? You. I'm pretty sure you were there. <laughs> oh boy, this is never, going. I've never seen that I... movie. Before. It was definitely. You might have fallen asleep. It was definitely on. <laughs> Hustlers. We should Hustlers probably talk, do a review for this movie, or at least practice our Duolingo Italian. One of those two things. <laughs> Hustlers wasn't bad. That was an okay movie. Stanley Sugarman's love for basketball is unparalleled, but the travel-weary Philadelphia 76ers scout who has higher ambitions of being a coach remains stuck on the road looking for the next unknown talent his search around the world leads him to spain which where he discovers Bo cruz an incredible street ball player with a troubled past stanley and Bo connect on and off the court with their passion for the game and as loving family men who want to prove they can win in basketball and in life so it's, oh uh, that's just the movie right there you just did it all yeah. So the whole it's a it's a sports drama an underdog story a comeback story it's got characters that you've perhaps seen before, uh, the types mm-hmm. anyway. So if uh, you haven't seen Hustle, it's on Netflix. I think it had a small theatrical release. So also, be not able... to be not to be confused with Hustle and Flow. Yes, do not confuse it with any other movie that's got the word Hustle in it. Hustle it is in just it, yeah. Hustle twenty twenty two. No other words at all. Not even articles <laughs> uh, on Netflix now. So that's where it is. Go check it out if you have any interest. And select, to... and, and, I, I, and select theaters. And I think I was saying yeah. that before you interrupted me. Select yeah. theaters because I think it's going to be. Uh... You're talking too slow. <laughs> He's a bit of a slow. We're talker. going to spo- we're going to spoilers. Nicole, go ahead. What uh, what, what uh, do you want to talk about here? Oh, well. Um, did you forget it was a host pick? <laughs> I I kind of did. Um, I think it's interesting that Adam Sandler is hopping onto this basketball themed serious ride here i don't know what's going on have you on seen the that. clothes he wears in real life of well, course yeah. he's jumping on a basketball theme <laughs> the only thing i respect I about him is that he dresses like a, a, a hobo a even folk. though he's worth 200 million dollars or whatever he's worth yeah. he still wears what i i pretty much wear so yeah you kind of ever adam sandler-esque <laughs> in that way um but no I, I i like that he's sticking to a theme and kind of going with it um it just gives him a little bit more time to envelop himself into the stories, maybe meet some new people in the business that he could give a spotlight to or something like that. You know, we had Kevin Garnett in the first one and we've got um, Juancho Gomez. What the fuck's his name? What, uh, Juancho Herman Gomez. Uh, Hernan Gomez. Yep. Yeah, so, who is a real um, basketball? A lot of real basketball players in this. Yeah, he plays for oh, I don't know who okay. he plays for. He but. is a real. I think he plays on the Timberwolves, if I can remember correctly. Um, he did. I don't remember if he still does. And his brother um, is also in the NBA. But he's on the he, Jazz. Okay, whatever. But he was on the Timberwolves uh, at one point. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, this is kind of a, a lesser known player. Um, I don't think a lot of people that aren't Jazz fans or whatever would really recognize this guy. Um, I obviously recognized the other players in this. They used real 76ers, uh, Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey, 
Thibel is in there. Um, a couple older guys. They got Dr. J, and I always love seeing him. He's a really cool guy. Um, so having all these people that, you know, someone from this area would really enjoy seeing in a movie. And also, I think it would benefit other people to watch this too if they just really enjoy the NBA and, and things like that. So, um, I, uh, I don't remember what you asked me, but I was just going to give my opinion on what I think about it. Um, <laughs> I, it was I, your host pick, you know, just whatever, <laughs> however you want to, what, it's really what you want to ask us. us. To go. Yeah. Well, how, how do you, <laughs> I'm curious to think of what Mama K specifically, I, I don't peg you as this type of sports person this way, where you would be interested in watching a movie with, with specific basketball players in this. This doesn't have, even though I think it's produced by LeBron James, he's not in this. Or yeah. Shaquille Shaquille O'Neal's in this very, very briefly, but not as a star of the show. Like, uh, curious yeah. of what you think about something like this. Are you more Are you more interested in the story, not knowing them, or does do you not have interest in this because of the the um, subject matter? Like, how did you feel? Well, this is this comes on the heels of watching the whole uh, series about the Lakers and Jerry Buss back in the seventies. Um, that oh, that we, HBO we watched show? It, yeah, and finished that. And um, I I didn't see a lot of this movie because I was sleeping through it, mostly. <laughs> um, I was just like, I think sports movies for me, I like to watch, I do like to watch football movies, and I can get into almost any kind of football movie like that. Basketball movies, I I can't. Hockey baseball with the exception of probably field of dreams i can't get into any i don't care about any of that so i took i catnapped um 14 or 16 times through the first two-thirds of this movie and i did watch what? the end um oh my god so you barely watched worst... you like just watched i barely this, watched it as in barely i totally watched it. i totally just but the thing was is every time i opened my eyes i could figure out exactly what was going on because this movie is very uh it's a rote movie you knew what was gonna happen <laughs> every time you're but... like i didn't even miss anything i know exactly I, what's I, happening <laughs> yeah i felt it was co- sort of like i equate it to watching um what was the uh the king kong movie one and then skyscraper with the rock I also slept through 98% of that movie and still knew exactly what was going on at any given moment. <laughs> um, so it felt the same way to me. It felt weird because the only time I would wake up and I'd be like, oh, Dr. J's on again. This is cool. I'll watch Dr. J and he's going to get me interested. And then I, he would like flit off the screen or whatever. And I would just be like, oh, my eyes are getting heavy again. And so, um, yeah, I had a hard time watching it. I get what the whole thing was about. I... I, is this a true story at all? That was like my no. question that I... The only okay. thing I can find how true this would be is how shitty the front office of the 76ers is. And that... It seems really, pretty bad. They really portrayed it pretty well. <laughs> That's a pretty <laughs> true story. <laughs> yeah. So in that part... Well, if you if you watch the Lakers thing, it's the same. Like, it's... I, I feel like basketball is not, not... Not that any of the other professional sports are any better. Well, but, the Lakers and the... Sixers are historically, even though you can say what you want about them now, but like historically are two very well run franchises. Like they're yeah. they're all multiple championship. Some of the winning, I mean, Lakers especially, they're like winningest team in basketball history. I think. Right, so. but it didn't start with. I mean, it started with Jerry Buss, and then that's and that's what the Lakers show is basically. It's all about Jerry Buss and how he brought them to where they were in one season, basically. Um, 
So I didn't know, like when I'm watching the regular players play, I didn't know any of them. And I don't think that the, I think part of, part of the problem is that Adam Sandler is so dopey in this movie that I don't feel like he really wants to get any better at what he does. Like, you know, we see, oh, he hasn't been to his kid's birthday party in nine years. And, you know, but Queen Latifah is okay with that. She's like, you know, I'll be running the household. It's fine. You know, whenever Queen Latifah, I forgot she was in this. This is like, uh, did your did your husband watch this with you? Because this sounds like his. It's an underdog story where with sports and Queen Latifah's in it. It sounds like a movie he would love because yeah. he, he loves all that. And stuff. Adam Sandler, you know, he's he not, likes he's, Adam he's, Sandler. He's, yeah, he likes he likes Adam. He's not a lot not of confounding things. As, yeah, um, I mean, his. I think he spent a lot of this movie going. Are you asleep again? Did you wait? Are you waking up? You're reviewing this, is what I kept hearing over and over and over. Oh, he wanted you to take take the source material seriously. He just wanted me to stop snoring, I think. So he's like, "Uh, I can hear that you're sleeping. Um, I mean, I think he, yeah, but I don't think he's, you know, for him, you know, the Lakers are it for him. We're from California and that's, that's it. So I think he's watching this and sort of comparing it to that and being like, meh, this is not, you know, it's not the Lakers. These are not, these are not my. Well, they're not. These are not my people. These, you know, you people have teams, and I understand why Nicole has a thing for the 76ers. It makes sense. Um, so, just like we, if we had a thing for the the Lakers, right. I don't particularly have one, but he does. Um, so, what I what I saw of this movie um, seemed very routine and predictable, and. Um, Ben fucking Foster was in this movie. I forgot about that. He's one of, he's one of my favorite guys, like, that shows up everywhere. And in our house, he is known as Ben fucking Foster. Um, he played the son of Robert Duvall, who mm-hmm. took over the team. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't get a lot of play and he was a terrible, terrible guy. So, um, I enjoyed him. I, uh, I enjoyed the daughter. I enjoyed her and. I thought it was so yeah. cute. Oh, the daughter! There was a daughter in it. Yeah, yeah, it was cute. Oh, which whose daughter? Queen Latifah's daughter. Oh yeah, Queen I liked her and, too. And I thought the little girl, the was, other little girl. Yeah, yeah, the Queen Latifah's daughter. She was. Um, I, I I thought it was a nice comical break when she would be so infatuated staring at Bo Cruz because he was a handsome guy. <laughs> she was like, "Oh yeah, right. I'll come, I'll come film him absolutely." <laughs> I like and it, I mean, some of, and those were some of the scenes I actually stayed awake for. Was the, were the scenes where he scenes where he was doing you know street stuff, and that that was interesting to me. So, mm-hmm. um, not not my not my thing, not my cup of tea. Really sorry I couldn't make it through without all the sleep. Sorry, well, that's, but that's you but you right. but you reached the conclusion that uh, did you, did you see yes. did you make it to the end? Did you see did you see the final conclusion? Yeah, I, I woke up for the ending. That's that's, oh, that's typical good. for me. Good. Yeah, uh, this is so. This is a much better direction for the Happy Madison movies because it is still kind of slop. It is still kind of slop where it's just like a, just a plain, plain story. Um, but at least like it, 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 and it's it's you know it's it's routine. But again, you know, it looks like it was made by a filmmaker. 
you know, there's jokes that are written, there's there's lines. It feels like someone they they cared, even though Adam Sandler continues to show up in things in his underwear, because uh, he does not want to ever <laughs> have to look like a presentable person. I mean, I bet the worst part of the of this whole thing was actually having to put the suit on at the end and walk with Doc Rivers and like, oh man, I gotta wear a suit today. And I'm fucking, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Doc. <laughs> that was probably his least favorite scene, where he's like the the, the character climax moment. And he's like, ah. I have to actually dress up for fucking half a day of shooting. Um, well, in the montages, he had to wear clothes too when he was like going out and scouting in the very beginning. Yeah, but in between shots, he got to lay in clothes. lay in his bed yeah. and eat McDonald's. So like yeah. they, that That's was required true. for every shot of wearing a suit on a plane. I have to be laying in a bed. <laughs> so uh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like something you would negotiate. It's again, I I don't like uh, <laughs> that he wastes his talents, but he has some. You know what I liked about Adam Sandler in this, though, he mm. seemed very much like himself in real life, very humble about himself, and um, it sounds like he's been a really prominent piece of the team scouting for years, and um, he had other um, friends throughout the the NBA and everything. He was doing it for a long time. And he didn't, like, let that go to his head. Like, he still was just a chill guy, but he put the effort in where he needed to. I think that Adam Sandler just has to be himself in the movies. <laughs> he's fine. He's not, he's not acting. <laughs> as, as, I mean, as long as he's not himself in any of this, again, in quotations, comedies, this is, uh, this is a little... This is a little better. I, I'm surprised at the rating. It's at a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes, I think, which is... Oh my goodness! Astronomically high. I mean, it's fi- it's a fine movie. It's a perfectly serviceable, entertaining. I like it more because I like Nicole. I like the Sixers people. I recognize a lot of players in here, so that's nice to see them. So another thing, it's another Adam Sandler thing to do is to shove sports people into movies where they don't belong. Yeah. At least they belong yeah. in here because it's a that's basketball true. movie. And he didn't he, bring in a bunch of football guys or hockey guys, so that's good. No, but he'll save that for another one where he does something else with <laughs> some other. He's a, some other sports thing. It's kind of like Longest Yard, where he was the he was the quarterback and he went to jail, and then he became like the coach quarterback, and the other old guy helped him. But um, it, it <laughs> it's got like all the like crappy like Adam Sandler trope things, but it's just kind of tightened up into actually being like, oh, I, I I feel like someone tried here. So this is a step in the right direction. It's perfectly fine. Um, no, it's not reinventing anything. It could put it on. That's a bad. That's well, a that, bad. That, how I feel about that it. Is it. The thing, that is the thing about it, though. There's really nothing spectacular about it. I think when just to just to use more of his films here. I mean, like Uncut Gems was like the first look that we got as him wanting to create something really serious i mean i'm sure he's done it before but like always has some goofy shit going on in the movie but that one like uncut gems didn't have that that was like a serious thing there was a lot of like um i don't want to say like it was like sweaty palm feeling moments you know there was shit going wrong whatever and this one i i do feel like it was still a little light-hearted um because, I mean, when you read the description of this movie, it said a street smart basketball player with a troubled past. Right. The no. guy punched someone before. Yeah. What for kind a of we don't get past for a good really reason. About here? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, they couldn't well, it had to be bad, for his family reason because right. I guess that's again that, based on that description, you're like they're family men and they're gonna be there for their families. I'm like, 
I yes, I, yeah, they are both. They both have a kid. I guess the one's divorced, the other's got uh, married Queen Latifah. So like, yes, they have fam. The, the, he's got the mom that he lives with. Bo does. So all right, yes, they have families, but like, eh, it's it's really just like forcing that so that it could be for the daughter or whatever. So we could have his mess up moment is when uh, is when uh, Kermit's teasing him about the daughter, oh, and then Kermit. his. His big, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Kermit. Uh, and then the big, uh, uniting moment is when Stanley brings in the Bo's family and he's like, oh, he's so happy to see them. And he gives him the, the last push to go and do that final tryout thing. So, you know, the, the, the family, we gotta have the family around so we can have push the dramatic beats. But it is the dramatic be- beats. Like, Nicole, you can predict everything too because you've, you've gotten pretty good at predicting stuff where, like, yeah. they're doing the long montage, very long montage. It was the oh, longest and, uh, montage. And yeah. you were turning to me, you're like, this is really nice. I'm glad they're, like, getting along. I don't want them to mess it up. I don't want them to well, get mad at each know. other. Or to as him to get deported. Know, I like things that have no conflict whatsoever. That's why we watch the Chinese only rising baby, action baby baby <laughs> show because the baby show had no no problems. Yeah, well, that show sucked. <laughs> That's why I like movies that have no conflict. And his conflict, I was <laughs> I was nervous they were going to deport him, but I'm glad that they didn't deport him. Well, once after after the he freaks out of the basketball game and and knocks Kermit down because Kermit's goating him, and then I thought I thought the cops were going to take him away when uh, he was when he had Adam oh, Adam Sandler by the yeah yeah I thought but I it's thought Philadelphia that was be, no one's good there it's just a, it's just a yeah I guess they just they just pulled it down pretty quick yeah I think that, that helps at that point. <laughs> Well, that helps this whole thing too, is because they do a bunch of Philadelphia stuff. Like they're at that was and in the they, combine they... in New York. Oh, was it? I know we, he's at the. We gotta give that's when he's at the combine. Bit of a reputation back. Yeah, that's where they were, and it was day two, and he came back. I know. I was about to move. I was about to talk about all the stuff that were that was actually in Philly, like in the beginning, like he's actually at the stadium. Oh, I don't know. Oh, if, oh. I don't know if that's really where the the offices are. Like, I, do the owners of the Sixers and like the staff like actually like have offices yeah. in Wells Fargo Center? Or the Lakers yeah, have them at the like, Forum. I mean, it yeah, makes they like do? The, Eagles, yeah. the Eagles have them at the um, at Lincoln Link? Financial, yeah. yeah. Or they used no, to have it at Staples Center, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't read well, it's not Staples anymore. It's uh, Crypto.com. Um, oh, Jesus, really? What do they can do with the big staple <laughs> on top? <laughs> I don't think it's there. I think it's Crypto. It's Crypto.com. Put the eyeballs Stadium. on it. You've Put seen the eyeballs it, though. On it they, like they Microsoft made Word. the Staples Center with a giant staple on top. So, okay. Never mind. Well, I'm sure they've worked around it. I don't know. I don't keep up with the stable center, but it's called crypto.com center now. Okay. Um, okay, so fine. The offices are there. But, like, the, the you know, there's lots of references, as we said. At one point during, like, the street ball game, they he goes up against Tobias, and some of the uh, – Tobias Harris is a 76er, um, and then some of the other 76ers are around. Uh, and then there's lots of cameos from people like that you were like obviously a uh, Dallas Mavericks owner uh, Mark Cuban oh, is in a and shot. Dirk yeah, Dirk Nowitzki's in the phone call. There's quick little <laughs> flashes of funny. all kind. I love it. Yeah. There's a there's a whole bunch of uh, players from you know current players all the way to you know Dr. J aged people. So uh, lots of lots of little cameo bits that again he does that a lot in his other movies, but like. They seem out of place and like random. We're just like, 
oh no, like I'm taking you to mall security because you guys stole the stuff. And they're like, oh, we didn't steal. It was a big misunderstanding. And then the security guard, Shaq. Yeah. And he's just like, you guys can't <laughs> steal the stuff anymore. And they're like, oh, sorry, we didn't meet. And they make well, like, no, non jokes. And then that's the movie. Where in this, the cameos come and they're actually part of the story. I'm like, okay, I can forgive this. this I've this noticed that that has really thing. happened a lot, like recently in movies, where they'll take a um, actual thing that happens in tv or whatever um like sports center or whatever the hell it is that Shaq is on with um with all those guys and actually talk about yeah yeah, talk about the thing and like um make it like a part of the storyline where they just talk about what's going on in the movie i've seen that a lot recently i don't know if i like it or not it's kind of putting in real life stuff it makes yeah, it. Yeah, it's like corny. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know, like when they do it in the movie or like when in when they in the real show in real life they acknowledge the movie, which way? I don't No, like it's a, it's in the movie and like, like when like Shaq we, and We just and, watched uh, Free Guy. I just watched Free Guy and oh, they had about a that. good good a good morning America skit or something in yeah. it with him. I don't like I don't know if I like that. It's kind of weird. I don't the crossover. Well, they had a what about like the Alex Trek cameo, where like he's like he like he's in there being the Jeopardy host, but he's part of a montage. Like, oh, they have all the streamers, and now we're talking about Free Guy. But you know what? I'm, we're saying the same thing here. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that was actually people... the, the basis of Free Guy was just to have all of that shit in there because they he yeah he, he put everybody that he has ever met pretty much in that movie. So yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. um that's by that. <laughs> fucking hack director that i don't like so i can't i can't remember his name but um he's the one who does the national treasure movies and uh he did that adam project and uh what's his name sean levy that guy the hack fraud um this movie uh robert duvall's alive well i mean he dies in the movie but i didn't know he was alive he's 91 you believe that good for him Kicking around. Lord. still from uh godfather days he only had to be robert there for duvall. you know half a day probably so that's good Again, these are things that check out in Adam Sandler movies. You have some yep. big old washed up guy show up for half a day, get a paycheck. But at least in this movie, he's you know he has some lines, he has a role. You care about his character when he dies. You're like, oh no, now the guy who's looking out for our hero is gone, and his asshole son's gonna take it. To-. Again, not complicated things, but at least like you know written as opposed to some other Happy Madison productions. Yeah. Um. So like, although and the, I looked up this director too. He's uh he's made a bunch of shorts. Uh, he's from Philly, so I guess he's got the the hometown interest in the subject matter. He made another, he only made one other feature length movie that I had heard of. I haven't seen it. Um, I just had the name, but I lost the name. So I'm going to find the name while you guys talk. Oh, we're forgetting that Boban was in it too. Oh, (laughs) Boban, who who actually does show up in a lot of, uh, this isn't his first. He's a spectacle to look at. I mean, the guy is humongous. Who are you talking about? Do you know who, (laughs) Do you know who Boban? No, What's there's a name? lot Marjanovic? of names. That you, Kerm, I don't know who Kermit is. I don't know what you're talking about. Booba, Boban. <laughs> we Boban the animals. Mar- we the animals is the director's other movie. All right, sorry. Go ahead, uh, Boban. Boban Marjanovic. He's 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 like a huge seven foot something player. He was in the beginning where they're scouting. Um, oh and yeah. They, have the they have the twenty two year cutoff? I am twenty two. I am yeah. twenty two. This is my child. He's ten. Yeah, he's twelve. Okay. I love he's later 12, yeah. what they do. And they actually have the, the joke come back because then later on he's like he's playing. Well, the Mavs think he's eighteen. <laughs> it's oh, Boban he's playing again. Later on in the movie, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the Why Mavs do they have the cutoff? That's a weird thing, don't you think? 
in the NBA drafts? I don't know. They don't have that cut off in the NFL drafts because no. I know rookies have been like 26, 27 before. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't and know. And is why it just for foreign players or is it also because they said something about him? 22 is the, the cutoff for foreign players. I'm like, well, that's. I wonder weird. why that is. I guess they don't want some, oh, they like, have similar cutoffs. Thirty-year-old coming in and just destroying everybody that they play against. Yeah. Well, what if they're good though, and they just got overlooked? You know, you never know. Yeah, they're know. in a torn country, can't get out. Whatever. But I liked, I liked him being on it because he was on the Sixers for a little bit, and yeah, and cool. him and uh, Tobias Harris, I guess, are friends. They're are best pretty friends. close friends. You, yeah. you uh, Mama K, have you ever recognized the commercials with? Um, what are they selling in that? <laughs> Commercials are, are not good. Oh, peanuts or Cheez-Its. Right. Toby oh, size, like, Toby size. Oh, yeah, because they have the small little snack and then they have a, a goldfish. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe remember. it's goldfish, yeah. But they're they're selling something and they say one is Bobby sized because he's got these enormous hands. <laughs> the other uh, one's Toby sized because he's smaller, but I really like them together. I'm glad they Yeah, he's tiny six four Tobias Harris. So yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Next to this uh, guy. Yeah. And then you okay, you said you didn't know who Kermit Wilt Washington was. I don't that know was who the Kermit rival is. of Kermit is the rival of Bo. He's played by Anthony Edwards, who is also a real life basketball player. He is on the Timberwolves currently, and he was a first round, first overall pick, I think, two years ago. Oh, okay. But he's he's a young guy. He's only like I want to say he's like twenty, and he's so he's, I think he and the director Jeremiah Zagger are in talks for another movie. The, the guy who played Kermit. Oh, so. interesting. Oh, be interesting. Movie. He was a good. He was a good. Uh, you want to punch him in his face, villain, because he's antagonizing our guy. We don't want our guy. To yeah, be we don't. We don't want we our know. guy to get deported. He's a big softy, yeah. <laughs> Interesting that they, too, they focused on a guy like he's a good shooter, obviously, but like a lot of his like plays were defensive plays. Like right. his big thing wasn't making clutch shots; it was those huge blocks he would make. And that's a you know usually when you focus on a on a player in a movie, you focus on the they're offensive a, side of the yeah, they're the showstopper. The yeah, they're the if they're if it's football, they're a quarterback or a receiver or yeah, some, something get, offensive or yeah, but instead of a and I mean in football, like who gets paid the most money besides a quarterback? It's the lineman, and nobody ever knows the lineman's name unless you're Michael Orr. Well, and I, so the receivers probably make more than linemen now. Uh, um, well, maybe I don't know. I mean, some of them maybe, but not probably not your average. Receiver your top your top ten receiver. receivers are making more than your top ten left left tackles. I even though the left yeah, I don't disagree good. with you, but I think I bet you on average that linemen make more money then yeah i guess the average backup backup right guard will make more than the average practice squad receiver but right. you know right. it, it, splitting hairs there um uh, who else what else in this it was just uh i, I did I, I mentioned the extra long montage at one point i did like i always like the montages but i started thinking while watching that one do you were you awake during the extra long montage there were two montages there was the montage at the beginning when he was going and trying to find a person and not that one okay you're talking about the one where they were doing their rocky themed training gotta run up the hill thing Um, yeah training montage so uh, he's training awake during most of that in and out yeah Okay, so that's a it's 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 training montage. You got to have a training montage in one of these movies. It's the the it's the Rocky and for Philadelphia, you have to have Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah, 
yeah, not just because Philly, because all sports movies train him on dust. This one goes on for a while, though, and this one also has a story, like, in the middle of the montage, the the music starts wearing out, and he starts getting kind of worse at the training, and yeah. then they have, like, a, a kind of a, a short little break, and then they restart the montage, and he has to keep going, like, he has to shift into that next gear kind of thing, and it is also continues to be long, but I think it's actually better that way. I think it actually... I, I like it more covering longer ground because it's conveying that it's not just like the easy, like, oh, you just go through and you get better. Like you hit bumps and you, you, you stumble backwards and it's not a constant pathward up. Like you're yeah. going to have to keep pushing through the plateaus to get to the next level. So um, I thought it was a better choice than your average. Uh, I mean, Rocky montage is classic, but like, you know, we, I think we can advance our montages because <laughs> I think they're. Too. They're excellent storytelling tools, and I think they're 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 due for a revamp. And I think this was a but it's I'm, a good a I good think step. That, that middle that you're discussing, I wasn't ready for round two. No, it was you like twenty round round two of montage. It's I had that center, it had that center stopping point, and then it started up again. I know. Oh, that's why I say I like that. <laughs> I, thought, uh, I, I, I thought it was a good choice. I kind of liked it too, only because I think for this movie in particular, it uh, and it could be, I guess, for others, but you're, you know, they show montages are always showing passages of time. And sometimes like in a Rocky movie, you don't really know how much time is passing. Like, is, is this happening? Like did on Tuesday, he was this slow, but on Friday he, you know, ran like a, fucking bull in pamplona so yeah it's I, I feel like when short especially short sport montages we're getting too much progression too quickly it feels too easy yeah. it feels like i don't feel in, as invested because i feel like they're video game characters and i'm leveling them up by grinding in the in the easy section or whatever whereas this felt like actual sports progression like actual like you know, there's going to be a time where you you were fire, you were rocking it up the top at the beginning because you were kind of out of shape, and now you're in shape, so it's way better. But to get to that next level, you got to push through a bunch of boundaries, and that's when it's really hard. That's when you go from just being like a decent athlete to like a pro ready athlete. So I thought it was a good uh, good choice. For, I, think it, for, I think it works for this, for this too because there's not. I mean, Nicole doesn't like conflict, but there's not a lot of conflict in this movie. There's the initial. You know, uh, yeah, my dad said you can coach, but he's dead now. So you're going back on the road. That's one. And then he finds the guy and, you know, has to bring him up to speed. And then we find out that there's this, you know, this problem, which is not really a pro. That's the, that's the thing is like in this movie, everything is really slight and it's not meaty enough to do anything. So you have you actually have a really strange, long montage that actually fills the gap really well and and gives you something That's to watch because otherwise yes. you don't have it otherwise i think that it's just yeah. the the this things are not there's, kind of a... there's not enough uh what uh, what am i trying to say there's there's not enough there's not enough conflict there's not it's not a big enough conflict for it to be the conflict is going to get settled easily i guess is the is my point so yeah, this is the better quick. way to do it yeah yeah conflict gets settled very quickly in this because yeah the big you know we don't lean on our He's got a uh, assault charge in a foreign place that it's lingering in the background and never actually impedes what happens in the right. story. I mean, he gets stopped at the airport, and we think he could get in trouble later on when he's got Adam Sandler uh, got his got his lapels, but he right. doesn't. Uh, at no point is that what's going to cost him. He he gets angry and blows up in the tryout. Like, well, there goes that opportunity. And then what does someone say? Someone says something about a. Uh, 
uh, what's Metal World Peace? Ron, Art- Ron Artest has beat up half of Detroit or whatever. So oh, yeah. He's still, yeah. he's still got, he's still got, uh, uh, whatever. He's pro, all, all pro or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, like, all of our, con- I, I did feel that all of our conflicts are on purpose, I think on purpose, like, treated as far back as possible. We're not going to get, it's not like Uncut Gems where, like, we are constantly on the, on the, brink of falling over the cliff we are constantly just dangling over the edge whereas this one like we kind of we're kind of near like we kind of look down over the edge safely from the guardrail yeah Yeah. i I, at no point do i ever feel super in danger for his prospects i i'm always pretty certain it'll it'll work out for him Mm -hmm. yeah i like that you know that well (laughs) if you don't want to be sweaty palmed you know, heart pounding over the thing, and you just want a nice underdog redemption st- or and redemption story. Then this this fills the this fills the gap. You know, it's well well performed, lots of cameos, not super irritating. It's it's two hours, but it's it doesn't feel that long. It's breezy. Um, it's 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 very digestible. It's just not a you know, it's kind of the movie where I'm like I don't have a whole lot to say because I'm like it's good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it's good. <laughs> it's good. And so that's kind of, I don't know. Do you, what, do you have any other thoughts for Nicole? No. I think we can leave it at that. Yeah. Do you recommend this? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I draw that. It sounded like it was, it was mostly positive, like well, not positive, positive, but like. Well, know. I was trying to find the positive parts, and apparently I was awake for most of the important pieces, so that's good. Uh, but this, in this movie, it was just it was it was a flat line like there was because of the lack of conflict or maybe my lack of caring about whether the characters were in conflict uh it was just like you know like you said earlier it's like one of those things you could have on in the background yeah it's a background movie so i'm not going to recommend that also i i'm against this it get 91% on rotten tomatoes only people that are watching it then are like people in philadelphia that are adam sandler fans. well 91% critical rating 92% audience so okay no i can't consen- i don't understand consen- consensus anymore. between what are critics people doing? and audience who is I mean, paying off critics it, well it could be a bunch of like three star reviews like i'm like i'm giving this a recommend because it's a three star movie it's not bad it i think it's more good than bad it's uh doesn't do anything offensively horrible, and uh, it does everything competently, and I, I chuckled two or three times, maybe, so it's yeah. a three-star movie. I give it a recommend. So if you get nine out of ten people giving it that, you know, that's that's a 90% movie right there. I guess. Right. Anyway, Nicole, uh, your closing closing remarks? Um, I think it's fine. Um, I probably, I probably wouldn't watch it again, to be honest with you, but um, I'll give it a recommend. You know what I enjoyed it more than? More than uh, the Old Enough and Great British Bake Off. I enjoyed it more than uh, a lot of the Prince, Prince Harry And guess what? I enjoyed all of her Harry? stuff more than your stuff, so <laughs> shut up. Well, speaking of my stuff, I do have a host pick coming very soon. because oh, that was that. Nicole's was actually supposed to be last month, and uh, even Mama K's from last month, or two months ago, got pushed back because of technical error. That one's episode's finally out now, so we're still trying to finally catch up on all these other old episodes that were clogged up. But yeah, uh, the theaters, streaming, new things, they're coming. <laughs> what do we, I don't know. Jurassic we got, Park, we got stuff. Lightyear. 
Yeah, I can't. I don't know if that'll be out by the time they're hearing this, or if that'll be you know, no, light year. Those are coming up. Well, coming up now, but like, what if I release one of those first oh, and then this comes out up. a week later? <laughs> then it's like, well, I it's mean, not really, really coming up anymore well, now. Well, maybe it? you shouldn't. Maybe you should. Oh just my god. I don't always release them in order. Sometimes I try to hit the things that are relevant. Complain about if you ask me. (laughs) This is supposed to be a time capsule. No one's supposed to know when we're recording this. You know, it's supposed to be a time time timeless. In the meantime, if you have anything to recommend to us, find out and guess. (laughs) Films with the women (laughs) in my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore Podhost, and you can email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail dot com. Thanks for your host pick of Hustle, Nicole. Grazie. <laughs> Prego. Also, congratulations to Brittany and Sam. Finally got married. Ooh. Who? <laughs> Just sign off, Brennan. Believe me. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.